So I've been teasing some exciting news for a while and I wanna finally share what it is. We're gonna be giving $500 away to someone who's in our first 10,000 subscribers. So we're close to 2,000 now, we gotta get to 10,000. So make sure you subscribe so that you can be entered into a chance to win $500 for subscribing and being a part of our first 10,000 subscribers and being one of the founders and builders of this Wealthy Idiot community. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Wealthy Idiot Show. We're gonna talk about real estate and why real estate is the unlimited money cheat code of life. So in those old school video games, you used to get into them like, uh, I used to play The Sims when I was a kid and there was like a place you could put in cheat codes and I think it was show me the money and it would give you unlimited money or something to that effect. Or it turns out that real estate is the unlimited cheat code to life. And I'm gonna explain what I'm talking about, but first I wanna demonstrate how important real estate investing actually is and share some information with you and then we'll get into the specifics. Andrew Carnegie said, the wise young man or wage earner of today invests his money in real estate. Mark Twain said, buy land, they're not making any more of it. Marshall Field stated, buying real estate is not only the best way, the quickest way, the safest way, but the only way to become wealthy. So if all these famous wealthy people are saying that real estate is something that we have to get into, how has it affected wealth building today? Well, as it turns out, 40% of average millionaires' assets consist of real estate. That's partly because real estate can be a great investment and partly because U.S. property values are very high. Many millionaires have a significant percentage of their wealth tied up in their primary residence. In California, for example, the average home value is almost $800,000, which puts an average homeowner 80% of the way towards being a millionaire. So it turns out buying property builds equity over time. 40% of millionaires' assets are in real estate. Furthermore, from the college investor, investing in real estate is still the most popular of all millionaire investments and spending choices. For over 200 years, approximately 90% of global millionaires have been spending their fortunes on real estate investments. This trend is expected to grow. For investors, real estate offers the biggest opportunity to develop wealth. A good way to dip your toes into real estate is in buying your first primary residence. So now here at Wealthy Idiots, we don't like to call your primary residence an investment, but as it turns out, buying your primary residence is a great way of storing wealth, building wealth over time, and getting you familiar with the real estate process, how you find properties, going through a real estate agent, all the documents you have to sign, paying a mortgage monthly. And once you start to figure those things out, it's a great way to get into real estate investing. So it seems like in order for us to become wealthy, we have to start buying some real estate. But to do that, we have to look at why real estate is so powerful in the first place. Let's take a look at this quick numbers sheet. Our property has a value of $100,000 with an average appreciation rate of 4%. The appreciation value is going to be $4,000. So that's just 4% of the $100,000 equals out to be $4,000. If we take out a loan of 0%, like a 0% loan, we're not going to not, not the interest rate. I want you to think of how much of the property we're actually taking out as a percentage of the loan. In this case, we're not gonna take out any loan. We're gonna put $100,000 cash in. And that means that our return on investment is only 4%. Because if we put in 100 grand and that appreciates four grand by the next year, we've got a 4% return on investment. And then now looking at 50%, if we take out a loan, 50% of the property value, we only put in $50,000 
and we still get a return of $4,000, making our return on investment 8%. Now we bump it up to 75%, same thing, but take a look at how much cash we're putting in, $25,000, 16%. And now what you're starting to notice, hopefully, is what most, most mathematicians would notice pretty quickly, that the more you take out in terms of loan, the higher the return on investment is going to be exponentially. It creates a curve. The closer you get to zero, the higher that curve actually gets. And we can see putting in $3,000 cash in, the property grows at a rate of $4,000, meaning that we made 133% return on investment. If we were to keep adding lines here, let's say 99%, that's a 400% return on investment because we put in $1,000, we got $4,000 out the next year, total of equity $5,000 for our $1,000 that we put in. And if we go even further, let's say 99.99, our investment, we put in $10 and our investment returned 40,000%. Well, that's pretty incredible. And if we finally do the final number we're all interested in, we're gonna notice that the sheet tanks. Oops. There it is. It can't even calculate it because this number is infinite and you can't have an infinite number on a spreadsheet. It just doesn't work on computers. So if we take $0 and we put it into a property and we got 4,000 back the following year, and this is excluding things like cash flow. We're not even considering that yet. We're just considering the appreciation on the property. The only thing limiting us at this point is how many properties could we acquire that we expect to appreciate at 4% every year by putting no money down whatsoever. And if we do that, we can create income at a crazy rapid rate. Let's do a little bit more math. If we wanted to get $100,000 in a single year and each property produced $4,000, we would get we would need 25 properties. And if we could do zero down, let's say we could do two properties per month, we would get pretty close to that. So our only limiting factor becomes how many properties could we acquire? And that will just increase our appreciation, not to mention the cash flow slowly over time. So then the question becomes, why doesn't everybody just do this? If we can make unlimited money and this is the unlimited money cheat code, why can't everybody just start buying real estate with no actual money down and collect all kinds of appreciation and cash flow? Well, it turns out that that's a pretty risky endeavor. One of the ways Dave Ramsey got his start was that he attempted to do this back in the 70s. He got as many properties as he could with as little or no down as humanly possible and was able to build multiple millions of dollars worth of real estate, collecting a significant amount of cash flow. But when the economy started to dip, he didn't have the equity to match those loans and the loans that he did have were shaky at best. Because if you don't get like a conventional fixed rate loan, the banks are capable of calling those loans back or raising the interest rates to ridiculous levels. And because of that, they came in demanding his money. He didn't have the money. Even if he sold all the properties, he couldn't produce the money because he was upside down and he had to declare bankruptcy and thus was born the Dave Ramsey we all know and love today. The other thing that's being talked about today is a possible and upcoming recession and a recession in real estate. Jason Oppenheimer from the famous Oppenheimer Group in the Netflix show Selling Sunset stated the real estate industry the the real estate industry could soon be upended 
Consumer Affairs reports the investment bank Goldman Sachs singled out San Jose, Austin, Phoenix, and San Diego as markets where home values could drop more than 25%. In 2008, the average home values in the U.S. fell by 27%. So they're saying in some places around the country, it's possible to see a recession close to what the 2008 crash was. And if we were to consider the amount of value already lost in these areas, as we pointed out before on this channel, there's been at least a 15 to 20% drop in values in San Jose already. If we're going to add another 25% drop, we're looking at like a bigger recession than the 2008 recession when it comes to housing in the Bay Area, possibly Austin, San Diego, and Phoenix. That's pretty intense. So in conclusion, real estate is an incredibly powerful tool. This little trick with leveraging allows you to create a tremendous ROI on very little money actually put into a property. And you can build real estate and buy more real estate than you could otherwise. But it's also riskier and riskier the closer you get to putting 0% into your own properties. And because we don't know what the future outlook is, it could be a crash, people arguing that it might not be a crash, the risk does exist and it is there. So I would encourage you to be smart with your investments, to look for things like putting more equity down, making sure you get fixed rate loans, making sure you have plenty of backup funds and other investments in case something does go bad, and playing it generally safe to protect your investments over time. Because as time goes on, these properties continue to appreciate, you continue to get cash flow, you buy more properties, you're going to grow wealthier than you could possibly imagine. So let's stay safe and be smart and buy some real estate. This is not official financial advice. If you skip the beginning of the video, make sure that you like and subscribe. We're giving one random subscriber in our first $10,500 for subscribing. So you're gonna wanna make sure you take part in that action and I'll see you guys next time.